Welcome to the Footy Museum and the Footy Museum Podcast. I am a tired Justin Witte, joined by co-director of the Footy Museum, Maria Van Dyke and Lee. Maria, are you also tired? I'm not, no. Okay, that's good for you. How's that feel? It's great for me. I feel great. I feel like I'm suppressing some feelings about soccer today, but other than that, I'm great. <laughs> Did anyone play soccer this weekend? I, I have no recollection of any football no. being played anywhere in the world. I think it was a universal <laughs> blackout. Yep, nothing. Yep. Nothing, nothing to report. Podcast over. Yeah. I know. I, in fact, I know they did it because I read a news story about the most recent fire game, and it was how they blew a lead at the last minute of the game. That's what happened. And that's what happened, you know. Um, Two weeks ago, so and then a few weeks before that, so it, that's old news. So they repeat. must not have played. <laughs> I, you know, it was about the same for the Leeds headline I saw, losing like by over three points, four, four or five. And they couldn't points. have played because they're still in sixteenth place. Yeah, not, they haven't moved for yeah. several games now. So I don't, uh, I don't think they played for like a month at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but good old Bammy is warming up for the champo. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be so happy to go back to the championship. It's like, ah, it's like the guy who was really good at high school coming back. Oh yeah, woohoo! It's gonna be blow drying that hair on the field. Oh no, it's tough. I, I think, I don't know why Leeds is still above. It's the just, line. it's just a matter of everyone below them being, having done slightly worse, and it is becoming so even. And losing today to Bournemouth and tying with Leicester, those are the two last shots that yeah. they had. And the, today is like, well, that's that's a sealed deal because teams at the bottom are going to be playing other teams at the bottom, and it's so close between them and Leeds that somebody will gain points someone will and win. someone will leapfrog them. And Leeds is playing teams from the top. Yeah, it's all over. So it's not the final nail in the coffin. If we tie every other game, which we won't. <sighs> yeah. It's... I. So where do you even watch the championship? Is it on? Uh, it's on ESPN, right? I'm sure there are ways. I think they have it on ESPN. I've seen some before. Or the Golazo Network. Or illegal YouTube streams. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, well they're not dead yet. They're not dead yet. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a, a terrible final month, but they're not dead yet. I feel like the fire are dead and it's, the season's just starting. They honestly, they have dropped so many um, points from winning positions. I think if you take out the final five minutes of all their games this year, so if say the mm -hmm. game started ended at the 85th minute, They'd be they would fine. be in fourth place. Oh, and it, they're all on set pieces. It's just like, you know, mark your man. It's just that so That seems painful. like a problem that's easy to fix. I th it's such a mental game. You watch them like the towards the end of this game, they completely abandoned anything that was putting them in the lead. They went fully drop back. They had 11 men back on defense and they were just terrified. And it, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, and that stadium gets more and more empty. And I understand because it's painful. You, you know don't want to go, you don't want to go watch something that hurts. <laughs> you know what? We did almost go. 
And then we looked at the weather report and we were like, meow. Yeah, next nice. Yeah, it's true. The weather again was horrible. And it looked even worse on the lake, the wind. Mm -hmm. They did. um, Interesting, though. Shakiri, who was not injured, did not start the game. I think they've given up Mm. on the. uh, On the cube. Given up on the cube. The the cube of power. That's what bad, you know, playing bad and having a very talented teenager behind you in the roster does. Mm. So are you talking about Gutierrez? Yeah, he's really a shining light. I think this season I'm just going to focus on Gutierrez because he's actually very good. He's good. And I think next year we'll see him somewhere in Europe. Um, Aww. But maybe he I'm just wants to stay the, close to no, home. No, the whole plan. With maybe the fi- he loves uh, Chicago. He does. He's from Chicago. I know. That's what I'm saying. He'll be back. I, I just hope that he goes. he doesn't go right away to a, the Premier League and just get loaned out forever and mm-hmm. fade into an, you know. Obscurity. Like, I think Holland would be good. Um, a lot of U.S. players do really well in Holland. It's um, still high level. Holland, not Holland. Yeah, not, so I thought yeah, you were sorry. talking about the man. Yeah, don't, don't, don't play for Holland. <laughs> Holland, but the Netherlands. Play in the Netherlands. Um, anyway. And uh, <laughs> anything else besides the fact that there was no soccer? Our Red Stars did tie. The if it wasn't for Leeds and Bournemouth today, the our three collective teams still would have gotten three points collectively. Here's the thing: the fire didn't even lose, and I'm this depressed because they give up. You know, it's it was, all these ties. It keeps happening. Which, if Leeds did that, it would be like a celebration. <laughs> There'd be like a statue put up. <laughs> that, but okay, that's how it used to be with Leeds. Leeds used to score a lot and concede a lot. And if it ended in a tie, that was great. Now they just maybe score and concede like five points. Yeah, and then just brush up their resumes. Yeah. the vibe I'm getting. And they just get their <laughs> agents out. Um, but you know, you know how the Footy Museum has a curse? Well, not the, huge. St. Louis recovered. <laughs> yeah, they recovered. Well, you know how last week we were talking about Tim Ream? Oh, no. Today he fractured his arm. Kid, I didn't watch that. Or was it today or was it yesterday? This weekend. No, it was fr- today. They were he playing f- Man City. He fractured his arm. And they lost 2-1. And he hasn't missed a game in forever. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll miss, though. It's just an arm cast. I could totally see Ream No, he's going to be out. They pulled him out and he's going to be Well, out. he's got to get the cast. I oh, think okay. he'll be back. He'll be like, <laughs> he'll have the full. What happened? I didn't see it. Um, it just looked like a really bad tumble mixed with a really unfortunately placed boot mm. well maria i think we should use our powers for good oh okay yeah. who do you want to curse <laughs> well let's just talk about how exciting it is to watch uh, pep's man city really roll through the oh yeah and seeing holland just cruised i think that seeing them grab the inevitable championship and probably do really well in europe as well you know i, I think this is this is the year. This is the year. I think that they're going to get the double. Get on the Man City train. It's this all, is the year. It's all Man City. <laughs> totally. I'm on also, my phone. I'm know, buying the, a kit right now. You know, the 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 teams in the bottom three spots of the Premier League are really fantastic clubs. If you really watch them, they're, they're a great <laughs> watch. And I have good feelings about them going forward. Yeah, I think they're all winners. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I just really enjoy how... Um, the fire been tying so much 
I just hope that we can have the MLS record for most ties. And late goals, it keeps it exciting. It's so fun. Yeah, it yeah. does. Go all the other teams who yes. score those late Let's goals. Let's do all this. <laughs> and you know what else? I, I like not being super wealthy. How about you? <laughs> Let's might as well just go all the way in on the Footy Museum <laughs> But we, um, we may be feeling down. And, and misery loves company. Um, we're still working on a guess we promise. I did look, he did email me back. I've just been so, uh, listeners, um, I'm very busy right now and very tired, but it'll get better. Don't you, worry. You look like charm. Great. Fantastic. Look shit. <laughs> really? Sorry. No, you look, you Is look that fine. Reverse, reverse curse. Yeah. I'm just trying to, <laughs> still doing the curse. Oh, but, um, we did. Like I said, misery loves company. And I think if there is any fan in the Premier League who is maybe as miserable as a Leeds fan this year, Mm -hmm. that would be a Chelsea fan. Because imagine being a Leeds fan, but in your very recent memory, even a few months ago, (laughs) you were one of the top teams in the world. And you even won a Champions League. It's a bigger fall than Leeds fall to the championship. It is an astronomical fall, and it it is, um, and it's not without spending. They are the top spending club probably in the universe, mm-hmm. um, and they're not doing well. Mm-mm. So we talked to a lifelong Chelsea fan, Jim Gosling, uh, who we both work with. He is kind of the British Thor. That's how I would describe him. Would you say? I describe him as British Jim from The Office. He's not at all like Jim. No, because he's British. His name's Jim, and he works in the office. In the office. That's just you're not comparing. You're just doing a straight. Yeah. You're just doing a straight. Um, he's not Jim from the British office. No, you're not. It's not he's about the British show. It's Jim just British from Jim the from the office. I told that to Jeremy, and he's like, "You're talking to Martin Freeman." <laughs> that is so good. Well, let's hear from British Jim from the office. <laughs> Not what you think. Okay, here we go. All right, we are with our special guest. Um, our special um, academy uh, athlete I, will actually be pushed back another week, but we found another wonderful guest. And Maria, as speaking as a Fire fan and you as a Leeds fan, we thought it might be interesting to bring in someone having an equally... Dismal season. Dismal season. <laughs> so we are with our good friend, uh, Jim Gosling. Um, and Jim is a lifelong family Chelsea fan. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. right? From birth, I had no other choice. <laughs> no other choice. No, no, no. When, I mean, when I could walk, I was given a football. But as, as soon as I could understand, you know, my dad, he told me, like, there's no other club. If you don't support Chelsea, you're going to live out in the shed. <laughs> so I believed him, you know, being a naive kid, I used to believe him. So I used to be terrified of being like left out in the shed all night. So I became a Chelsea fan, even though there was times when I was like, I was kind of thinking about Man United a little bit. <laughs> Man you United, curious. Else. Yeah, yeah. Like all of my, fr- even though I lived in, Lond- uh, in London, I grew up in London as a kid and most of my friends were still Man United fans. Just because they were the How best. How does that happen? Oh, well, that was, the, the, that was peak United, right. though, I'm imagining. It was during yeah. the 90s, uh, like middle 90s. They were just winning everything. Mm. Uh, and all my all my mates were just on the bandwagon. And 
even though they were from London, they were still supporting them. So, like, I kind of had peer pressure to support them, but there was no way my dad was letting that happen. So, what was the, when you started? What was the um, what was the team? Which team are we talking about here? So, yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan. No, uh, no, I mean in terms oh. of which Chelsea team, like. Who were the, the key players when you started being mm, Okay, fan? so, yeah, when I started, it was, like, Dennis Wise, Jim Franco Zola, Viali. So we were, we were like, starting to uh, attract, you know, mm -hmm. uh, European players. We were, like, attracting the older kind. You know, they were at the end of their careers, maybe, and we were trying to get the, you know, what they, little they had left out of them. But um, it was totally a different Chelsea to nowadays. We were, we were mid-table, pushing like the kind of nine, eight, seventh place. Uh, but it was completely different. You could afford to go to games. Oh. You know, tickets were like 10, 20 pounds, and, uh, which compared to now is a lot cheaper. And uh, I used to go with my dad. My dad used to take me with his mates. I used to sit on his shoulder. And in those days, you could stand up in the in the stands, and uh, nowadays you can't. There's like safety precautions and right, all that. But right. back then, you could all stand up, and it would just be such a fun time. All the kids would be on the dad's shoulders, and it was more of like a, a family club. Mm -hmm. um, my granddad, he supported them. He like, we were born and bred in London, and uh, it was very much like a cheap place to go and mm. you know take your kids to go and watch a game of football. Uh, totally different to now. And what was the, what was the environment like for your view as a kid? I mean, what did that, uh, what was your sense of it? You know, there was, there was a ton of passion. There was a ton of passion in, in the club. Uh, there, it was, I don't know. It's just being in that state, in the stadium, like with the fans, uh, it, it just kind of the atmosphere, you know, when your team scores mm -hmm. and in, in those days when Chelsea like won a game, it was like such a big deal uh even more so Maria now knows about that yeah the the feeling uh, well, of actually being you good. know about that now too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. i don't even know what a win feels like nowadays. <laughs> um but exactly yeah. Being, yeah. being a leeds fan you'd understand that you take like any win you know you know i was thinking about this about how our podcast supports teams that don't do great and how it makes us less intimidating to our guests. That's true. And more relatable. Nobody would be too intimidated to join our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're not like the Man City. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm just curious also, being a, like intergenerational, would you all watch together? And do you still, when you watch games now, are you like texting with your family? Is it back and forth? Is it a constant thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, me and my dad, my brother, um, we're all in like a chat group. So like when we, you know, now it's harder to watch the games to, together, but uh, we're in a chat, we're all talking every game. It's like li the last few games, it's been silent. Oh no. <laughs> We've barely been speaking a word because we know exactly like if we're going through a bad time, it's better not to speak at all. Because uh, what can you say? Well, it's crazy how deeply you feel that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like it, it affects it affects your day to day. Like if you have a bad game or a period of bad games, it like it brings you down, you know. Well, it seems like a million years ago when uh, Roman Abramovich was was forced out mm -hmm. of the club. Um and then it was, you know, the the kind of at that point it was like Thomas Tuchel's really 
steadying the ship. Like they may not be able allowed be allowed to like fly to games, but he'll he'll drive the van. <laughs> he'll drive and the he was bus, kind yeah. of this steady presence, and there was a sense, okay, maybe this this will be okay. And um, and almost a counterswing to a Russian oligarch, they bring in what I think was almost like a computer-generated stereotype of an American businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Monopoly. Right, right, exactly. And he's been very, uh, I think he's been very successful with baseball, obviously, you know, with the Dodgers. I, I don't know a lot about baseball, but I've seen they've been quite successful. Yeah, the Dodgers, I mean, they they won the World Series. They're successful, but it's a completely... It's a different <laughs> game. ...different thing, and he, sh- he has shown... Um, a, a complete lack of understanding of that. I mean, he spent the money. Yeah, and yeah, that's you, all he's done. You guys have about three thousand top end players. Yeah, yeah. We, our squad is what 35, 40 players now. Yeah. And I've I've heard they've actually had to knock down a wall in the dressing room that's to fit right. all of them in. No. I was going to say that, which is insane. Um, so where do they go from here? What is? I mean, this the is the end of the season. That is it. But they're not going to be in European football no, next no, year. No, no, no. I mean, there's no. Do way. you see them? When do you see them making it back? Maybe next year. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We, we just need to get to the end of the season now. That's all we need to do. Like, yeah. I don't even think we'll win another point, but I think we'll still be safe just um, because our games left are still really, really difficult. We've got Arsenal on Tuesday. Uh, we've got Newcastle. We've got Man City. Arsenal's dead. Don't worry. About uh, yeah, yeah, they, they got murdered last week. I know, but they're still going to be trying to bless them. You know, you got to give it to them. They've had a really good season. You know, they've been they've been down the dumps for a while. So yeah. we'll give them second place. They'll be happy about that. You know, I'm sure. <laughs> they're not going to be happy. No, 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 no. I'm just joking. I mean, what is the manager situation going to look like? Yeah, Tuchel, and then you bring in. Because we, you know, an American owner is like, what's the perfect British owner? <laughs> go with a potter. Go with potter. That's what I know about England is through J.K. Rowling. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, you can be more uh, more right, sadly. <laughs> um, the mistake was the first mistake was sacking Tuchel. That was a, such a massive mistake because there was issues in the squad. We, we knew we needed a striker. We knew we needed like a certain. Uh, type of midfielder like Kante was injured we had a lot of injuries in the squad uh, at the start of the season and and Tuchel was still grinding out results like we weren't playing well but we were grinding and then apparently Tuchel didn't text uh, Bowley back or he didn't answer a call or something something about that um, and he sacked him he didn't like the way Tuchel worked he didn't like I think Burley posted a photo of his new like uh, back tat that was like <laughs> the Chelsea three, yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. and Tuchel didn't like it uh, on maybe. Instagram, so he was like, yeah, That's "Sounds <laughs> about right." Uh, so yeah, the first mistake was sucking Tuchel and um, bringing in Potter. Potter seemed like a, a kind of decent at the time. I was kind of like, he's an up and coming manager. He's a British manager, which we hadn't had in a while. Like we had Lampard, but it's good to see like an up and coming British manager in your club. So I was optimistic about that. And on board with him, and um, I honestly think if we had stuck with Potter, like, yeah, we might have been all right. Going to Lampard was another huge mistake because his record is appalling, and he's a Chelsea legend. Yeah, he is, but his record as a manager is appalling. He's not a good manager. No, no, and he's he did all right with Derby, but that's like a Championship team. You, you just can't judge uh, a manager the same. It's not the same level, you know. So. 
And he also has aged 3,000 years. <laughs> because of the job, yeah. <laughs> he just looks like... Old like, Chelsea fans. Who seen me? Aged. Oh, oh, my gosh. In this last season, I think I've aged about 10 years. It's horrible. Um, yeah, every day we walk past you, <laughs> and you're just like, another year has gone from your exactly, face. Exactly. Yeah. It's terrible. Speaking of uh, walking past you, you're, you know, you're... a. You're a a big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm burly. Like I'm burly, burly guy. Got a beard, long hair, and it reminds me of like we were looking at old Premier League crests and badges. What's the deal with the old Chelsea one with the guy with the beard and the? Do you know the really old one? I have, have you ever it seen right it? here. I saw it. One moment. They've had so many. This fellow. Oh, so he? Yeah, yeah. He's a Chelsea pensioner, so I don't oh, know. Okay. If, like Chelsea fans would be very familiar with them. They go to games. Uh, they're pensioners. I, I I think they've like fought in the war. Um, they've had some kind of record in the military. And when they retire, they become part of the Chelsea pensioners, and they go to the games every week. Okay. Uh, so that's who who see that that, that's that guy that. is. Yeah. And w- was that actually their badge at some point? I mean, long before I was born. But Nin- yeah. 1905. Yeah, long before. I was born. <laughs> Maybe around your time, but. I hate aging. <laughs> That's really interesting. I often yeah. wonder about that. Mm-hmm. And what's the deal with the three? You mean the the three on the chest? Yeah, it's just uh, they pay us money, don't they, to have it on there? That's the logo. <laughs> just the logo. That's the logo. Um, I am a little bit embarrassed about this, but my American brain for a long time just was like, why is Chelsea's kit different from all the other teams? And why is every player number three? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think when you come into, like as an American fan, that's the first thing you like. Well, and if you, I I don't know, like the numbering is a little invisible at some point. And so in your head, you don't really think about it. And I'm like, oh yeah. That's why I made a fortune selling those Pulisic number three jerseys. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your view on, on, on Pulisic? Because I know in American circles, they are hyper focused on what arguably is like an average backup player, I uh-huh. would say. Do you know what I mean? But there is this intense there are American, <laughs> there's this tense American pressure of every game he's not playing, there's pressure. And do you even hear any of that chat or is it just no, kind of a yeah, joke like, to most yeah, fans? Yeah, being over like, the stage now, um, yeah, I do hear about that chat, but I just don't think he's consistent enough at the top level. I think he's got determination, he's got spirit, he's got work rate. He works very, very hard for the team. Um, but he, his, uh, his, his level of play is just not, uh, he doesn't hit the heights all the time. You know, he'll have like a good game every now and again, but just not consistent enough. But doesn't that come from playing time though? Yeah. But, Which yeah. he's not going to get with yeah, Chelsea, 35 though, it's, people. It's, yeah. I mean, he might next season because we're... You know, we're not going to be uh, favorites for top four next season. Mm-hmm. Even though we spent a lot of money, we're just not going to be favorites. I don't think he'll be on the squad, though. But it, I don't know. He might do. Poch might like him. You just never know what Poch might like if, he, if we get him. I was going to say, <laughs> Which, do you know something we well, don't know? <laughs> from what I'm hearing, he's imminent. Okay. He's imminent okay. in the next few days, apparently. We're trying to, like. Oh, we came out too early with our podcast. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, we could just do a new record. This we can do a new one. We can in, do in honor of the, uh, the signing of Pochettino, <laughs> we have a run on a Chelsea fan. Breaking news. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. You well. don't think Lamps is going to pull through and like, um, and he'll be back? I honestly think if if we lose to Arsenal on Tuesday, which I highly suspect we will, 
um, and then we lose again, he might just go. And if we've got Poch signed, if we've got Poch signed up, we, he might just throw him in there. Has there ever been a manager fired from the same club within such a short period? Twice within such a short period of time? Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Probably, I don't know. I mean, that's something. It's something. Hang your head on. That's put a it good, on his CV for sure. Yeah, that's a good record. He's gonna get a job very quickly, isn't he? <laughs> MLS baby. He, well, that's MLS. Pop- MLS soccer. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be coaching soccer. Welcome to soccer. NYCFC. Maybe he. Maybe he. It's just confused because he played so many years on a baseball field. Oh, you see, that's it, and that's why they built a team like a fa- uh, baseball squad. That's why stats. I really liked him because he said, stats, "Oh, stats, I, stats, stats, stats. he played on he played in Yankee Stadium." He and must be and the squads good. are so big. Aren't baseball squads like 40, 30 players or something? See, there you go. That's just that's some basic he's confusion. He's just Moneyball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except he misunderstood Moneyball. <laughs> so if he's we like, spend okay, money. let's spend all the money. Is that what that means? Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, right? That's what that means. They they spent just an insane amount, like more than the entire like um, like other. Other top tier leagues oh, in other yeah. countries. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea sure. outspent the entire league, mm-hmm. and they and they haven't done this. They obviously haven't done this scouting. They've uh, spent money on players, overspent money on players who just haven't got the goods. You know. No, but I think Burley was just going through his likes. Like, who liked yeah, my who back tap post? Thing. Okay, you're hired. Who sent you're me hired. Christmas card? You're, you're out. Whoever texts you back quicker will get the job. <laughs> So what? But the, what do you do with a with a, a, a owner like that who's insisting on being so involved and so out of touch? You know, like I, and I'm I'm not one who's anti-American owner because I say what you want um, about other American owners, which there's a lot now in England. There's it's a wide range, like any owner. More like Liverpool, they've got Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, and but look they've what they've well. done, and they and they don't have a budget of like a state-owned no, no, team. No, um, and you know, you look at like even down in our our favorite, America's favorite uh, team from uh, Great Britain, uh, Wrexham. America's favorite <laughs> but, team. Exactly. Say what you want about the celebrity owners, and I say a lot about that. Mm-hmm. The whole phenomenon. It's an amazing story. But at least they, at least they come in and say, "Hey, we don't know anything." We're here to support you in the community. Mm. You tell us we trust the experts and we will do our job. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing story. It is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Burley comes in and is like, hey, Moneyball! Hey. Yeah, exactly. Sucker! <laughs> We're going to win 3 0. <laughs> He's, he's he said that. He almost lost 3 0. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's. It's a difference in getting the right people into the club who know football, who know how to run a club. It's a business, but it's uh, you have to know football, you know, and get the right people in. He came in, he got rid of Petr Cech, who's been amazing for us. He got rid of uh, our director of football, the, uh, I can't remember her name now, some kind of, I couldn't even pronounce her name if I tried because it was, she's like from Ukraine or something so it's like a long name um, but anyway he got solid rid of fan here yes yeah, so it's very solid, solid fan. fan but he uh, <laughs> he got rid of the high you know people in high positions and swapped them with his people and they just haven't they haven't worked out and I mean, it might just take some time uh, it might take a few seasons yeah it's tough mm-hmm. but the league is so cruel it is so cruel well everyone's fighting for those three points and when you are like even a few percent off uh, the other team will take advantage of you. And like Brentford showed it last week, um, they didn't even have to do much. All they had to do was match us 
in spirit, in work rate, and then they knew they would get the opportunities, yeah. and that's what happened. It's, it's, it's easy at the moment. It's easy. We are charity FC at the moment. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a pensioner on your crest, so yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> You've set yourself up that way. <laughs> well, we had some uh, Chelsea fans on a few weeks ago, and I asked them. Um, they were from a new club, St. Louis. But I'll ask you more broadly, if, if Chelsea were at this point to play, let's say, the top team in MLS, mm-hmm. LAFC, I don't even know if you know anything about them, but they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. So, uh, Ibrahimovic, who, you used to play, all right? No. In Beckham? No? That's the wrong LA oh, team. No, That's no, Galaxy. No, no. LA Galaxy, who actually sorry, are horrible. Fans. I'm sorry, fans. Uh, LAFC have uh, Carlos Velo. Oh, yes, yeah. Mexican. Yeah. And they're actually, um, they're actually a very good team. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're probably going to uh, win the... Uh, Champions League okay. in CONCACAF nice. but say just the top team MLS play Chelsea at this moment <laughs> current yeah. manager current squads what's what's the outcome we haven't got hope we haven't got hope <sighs> like I, I literally go into every game now and thinking maybe we'll get a draw maybe you know if the other team don't score we'll get a draw because you know, we're not scoring at the moment like the, I think the only we've, I think the only goal in the last like six games is uh, a deflected shot by Gallagher isn't isn't it um, in the last uh, handful of games the same number of goals as own goals? I would I would assume so. Yes, that's that sounds about right. I don't yeah. know what number of games because I think at the last five it's only one goal scored. Yeah, right? the last five is one goal, and that was Gallagher, and it was a deflection. It wasn't even on target. But own goals sound so awesome. You own them. <laughs> I own that goal. Burly ball. <laughs> Watching that guy in the stands is just a, such a joke. What like, oh my god, he is he is funny. He he does not do our country. <laughs> he falls into every British stereotype of American oh, football yeah. fan. <laughs> well, at least we know the club's names. Unlike the LA, there are two teams in LA, mm-hmm. the LA Galaxy. Okay, now I know who used to be good. That's where Beckham plays. Okay, but what's funny is a lot of players don't realize that either. And honest to God, you see players sign for the galaxy and they're like all right coming in on top and they don't realize the galaxy <laughs> that happens they are they have one win on the season they're horrible and but they show up they're like but wait and they're like oh yeah sorry the other la team they're actually really good <laughs> you signed for the wrong la team who are these players <laughs> who did that happen to ricky pug uh who came from barcelona oh who is uh i can't say for sure he felt that way but He's actually pretty great, um, and it was a big surprise he came. But you got the sense that it was like, oh, yeah, L.A., yeah. I'd look at the rankings. They're number one. He's like, wait, oh, this is L.A.? <laughs> what, I want to be at the other one, <laughs> the one that's downtown and that's all the fans. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, when Rubinho went to Man City. In the first interview, he said, oh, I'm happy to be at Chelsea. So, and he was at, the, oh he was at Man City. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Um, so... One of the things we do on our podcast is we'll occasionally do a crest deep dive or a team deep dive of the history of their crests. And I have all of the historic Chelsea crests pulled up here. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to know, what is your favorite? Oh, good question. And why? And why? Have you seen these before? Uh, yes, I have, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that, these, these old ones, though. These are interesting. Um I would say my favorite has to be the 1997-1999 badge, just because I've got a lot of memories of the FA Cup final, 
um, when we beat Middlesbrough 2-0. Mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't there, but that I was... That is a great one. Yeah, that's yeah. a really great one, yeah. Um, I, was, I was out with my dad and we were with a bunch of Chelsea fans watching the game. And just as a kid, uh, I was 10 or something like that. Uh, I just got a great a lot, a lot of memories of that. So was... That's Burley's favorite too. That's the one he got. That's his oh, yeah. Except instead of the... Uh, he put his head over the lion's head on them. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like screaming. <laughs> Soccer, <laughs> and it's CSC. Nice. That's the, oh, yeah, that's instead the, of football, soccer. That's the rebrand football, next CSC. year. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Chelsea Soccer Club. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. All right, Jim. Uh, thank you so much for joining it's us. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, and uh, thanks for sharing some of your pain with two other <laughs> really. I needed to get it out. I needed this fans. session, you know, this uh, this therapy session. It's been rough. It you'll make rough. it. I think you'll make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we maybe. should we should um, have a special name for these segments, like the come and commiserate. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the <laughs> downfall of your club. The, the football couch. Yeah, just take <laughs> it easy on me, guys. Take it easy on me. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, man, we have those great... Uh, British and it's specifically London accents on this show. It, uh, it gives us so much credibility, mm-hmm. even though if the per- if the owners of such voices don't even know there's two teams in LA, it's fine, or or even all the old crests from their own club. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Why would they care about the old crests when they have their laurels to rest on? That's true. They're gonna be resting on those for a while. Mm-hmm. But like, thanks to, for Jim for coming on and talking to us about. That history, it is it is kind of inspiring, though. You know, you think about these teams that are, in your mind, are always up. But Chelsea wasn't always up, you know, and he's stuck through it with his family. Um, he's a legacy Chelsea. He's a legacy Chelsea. He's been around as long as the pensioners. That's a fa- that was a fascinating bit of history. How mm-hmm. come we didn't, I guess we could have easily Googled that, but. I did, I did beforehand. Oh, you did? You knew that already? Yeah. Why didn't you say anything? Because I was letting him speak. <laughs> that sounds like a judgment on me. All right. Well, it's 40 degrees, raining. No one played football anywhere this weekend. What are you looking forward to this week, Maria? Let's see. I've moved from denial into acceptance. What's next? Or is acceptance the last thing? I think acceptance is the last thing. And then just eventual death, right? Oh, that sounds nice. Not for you. Just, <laughs> just leads in general. Hey, you get to you get to learn a whole, like a whole new swath of yeah. teams. I was thinking about how fun that will be. It's going to be very fun. And maybe they'll do the Burnley. They'll just go down, dominate, and be right back, and you get a year of winning. And then more losing. Well, you don't know. They could bring back Jesse could. Marsh. <laughs> I think they need to take their time and rebuild and come back stronger. Well, we'll see what happens. Anything else? No. Nah. No? Okay. <laughs> That's good. The Fire play St. Louis in the U.S. Open Cup. Oh. Where are they playing? Uh, because, it's a, because of the schedule, the Open Cup games are not decided until the tournament progresses. It's actually going to be at Bridgeview. It's at, uh, what? Yeah, it's SeatGeek Stadium. SeatGeek. Their former home and the home of the Red Stars. So about 20 miles outside of Chicago. But it is a soccer-specific stadium. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad venue. I actually enjoy watching games there. It's just in the middle of nowhere, and there's nothing to do around it. Um, besides tailgate? Besides tailgate and their gravel parking lot. It is not a paved parking oh. lot. <laughs> but um, 
I might look and see if I can make it down there. I mean, I in the last Open Cup game, St. Louis, uh, you know, hats off to our friends over there in St. Louis. They broke the record attendance for a third round um, U.S. Open Cup game with 22,000. Wow. And they were playing Union Omaha uh, from USL. And they, they destroyed them. Union Omaha beat the fire last year in the U.S. Open Cup. So, um, so things are looking good. For oh, the but fire. I love, yeah, but that reminds me of the good news last week. The fire won their, their last round of the U.S. Open Cup, too. They beat Chicago House, the powerhouse amateur team from Chicago. <laughs> That's not an easy thing to do. No. And maybe if Leeds do well in the championship, I'm going to suggest the fire go amateur because they could really dominate. <laughs> but it could be a fun game against um, St. Louis. I think. Ooh, it's going to be a tough one, but it's also a little practice. And it's nice because we are only scheduled to play them once this year. So now we'll get to play them twice. A little preview. A little preview. That doesn't really matter that much. Well, just if you do watch the U.S. Open Cup, what do you mean? Totally matters. Well, it doesn't matter for, and it, there's no points accumulated. It's oh. It depends on if you care about the U.S. Open Cup or not. Yeah, I love, you don't love the Open U.S. Open Cup? Do you know what it is? Yeah, all the teams play. In an open cup. <laughs> in the U.S. Okay, so you don't know what it is. It's one of the oldest cup competitions yeah, in the world. They play each other. They play soccer. <laughs> anyway. And it, it is one of maybe the only chances for a trophy for the fire this year. So we shall see. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But uh, beyond that, I think that's it for this week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I feel I feel like no. this was depressing. <laughs> it's a down, it was a down week. That's how, that's how you should label the episode. Oh, also, I have a beef with you. <laughs> what? Maria has very graciously been editing all our podcasts until um, this exhibit is over at the uh, museum. And she's doing a great job. But I have old man breathing problem. <laughs> I noticed you also laughed straight into your microphone oh I try not to. I try to turn away and do that but I'm such a jolly person mm. it's hard how are you supposed to laugh <laughs> okay just throw your chin chin back anyway so I've been listening to our wonderful podcasts that you and um, it sounds like I'm Darth Vader I'm a little worried I'm, I'm more worried about my health maybe than yeah I think else. you should see someone if you're worried no, I think you should edit better. <laughs> See, I did the turn away. Okay, everybody. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>